How much of a hypochondriac are you? It depends. It, it goes in waves. I thought I had cancer at multiple points in my life. I, mm-hmm. I till this day, still think I have corona. I just think that scientists don't know how to measure it inside of me. Yeah. I guess in answering this question, I've realized I'm pretty high as a hypochondriac. But then also, I do a lot of stupid shit. Okay. I, like, okay, I almost fair. ate a donut from the trash today. Oh, well, Why? Okay, from your own so, trash or from yes, like from outside my own trash, trash? Okay. From my own trash. Well, here's what happened. I, I'm i trying to cut back on sugar. You know, I struggle. You know that. You know uh-huh. me. I struggle yeah, yeah, with yeah. sugar. You know yeah. what I mean? You, you've seen me down four sprites in one sitting before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I was like, you know, feeling a little down earlier. And they were talking about donuts at work. So I ordered a, you know, 12 pack of Krispy Kreme donuts. Was I the one that put you on to that? Absolutely. <laughs> It was that one time when we tried to do that happy hour and we were both fucking wasted. Yeah, and we ordered. Uh, no, we did. We, I'm too effing high. Oh, that was I'm too effing high. And yeah, we, we were really high, high. And I ordered a dozen donuts and then you and ordered. And then I also ordered a dozen donuts. <laughs> <laughs> and I like, ate like six of them in the dog. I ate hour. like eight of them when we were all just sitting there. I just kept stuffing them in my mouth. We were so high. We were just eating Dude. donuts. I think we even stopped talking and he was just like, are you guys... Still doing my podcast because we were just eating donuts. Yeah, on, dude. It on was mic. bad. I felt like shit the next day. Oh, absolutely. So I'm trying to cut back on sugar. Like, you know what I mean? And uh, uh, like every Sprite I got for my birthday is still in my cabinet. I haven't opened any of it. You Wait, people gave you individual Sprites for your birthday? Yeah. I, didn't you? Well, no, you gave me the Kevin Durant photo. But yeah, people kept a lot of people brought over two liters of Sprite. That's 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 sweet. <laughs> that's very So sweet. I just have a bunch of them. And All right unopened but so when i got the donuts i texted on and i said i shouldn't eat these and she said no you shouldn't and so i threw them away wait a minute she said you should and you threw them away or she told you not to you said she said i shouldn't eat it and then okay. i was like you're right she said you can have one and throw it away so i had one i threw it away and then legitimately i walked back into the kitchen when we had break at work and i opened the trash can and i looked at it i saw how deep it was it wasn't deep you know what I'm saying? Like when you do were that, were they still we in the like, box? They were still in the box. Still in the box. Oh, nigga, you should have ate them. Why you throw away eleven donuts? I think Anna had one, so it's ten. Okay. But <laughs> man, I would have. Man, I would have ate them. I would have ate them bitches immediately. I mean, they're still there, bro. I could still go do eat it. them. Go eat them. Pop them things in the microwave for I seven eat seconds one right now. <laughs> go, yeah, dude. Let me tell you about no, the Krispy Kremes. I can't do it, man. I gotta cut down. I'm getting big, bro. That's all right, man. It's quarantine. Ain't nobody. We shit. I, we're barren. We're looking at the face of another lockdown. Uh, we never left lockdown. <laughs> well, that's true. We we looking at the face of it going back to a strict lockdown when ain't shit gonna be open. <laughs> uh, maybe. Who knows, uh, dude? Yeah, I've thought in my life that I've had multiple sclerosis, Parkinson's, uh, Parkinson's, lung cancer. Yeah. I thought I've thought multiple times I've had I'm having heart attacks or yeah. my body is preparing for a heart attack. Yeah. Uh throat cancer. Mm-hmm. You know, because like Michael Douglas, he eat too much pussy. Um that's a lot. And that's also the reason why you thought you had it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the only way you get it, according to him, is uh eating vagina. But, but uh he did yeah he said that no, shit he did he also did have throat cancer he did but he did he did say that and he kind of tried to make it sound like it was specifically because of Catherine zeta jones <laughs> and it's an insane statement that he made that's an insane statement uh that's assuredly an insult uh it's not a compliment i know yeah. he probably thought it was a compliment like yeah Whoo. It's so good. I just keep going down there eating. But you're also telling <laughs> you're telling this person that she has the first transferable cancer to vagina <laughs> in the world. And it's important <laughs> to be shit, the first. This shit is disgusting and gross and insulting. Uh and also not true, obviously, but to even think that is very funny and insane. But uh I don't know why. I'm thinking of that right now. You were talking about how you're a hypochondriac. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know how we stop it. 
How do we stop being a hypochondriac? Well, I think it's deeply related to anxiety. I think both you and I struggle with anxiety in different, Mm -hmm. I mean, actually, I think in very similar ways. Uh, We just don't talk about it. But um, like, um, I think in that anxiety, your brain, like something I think that is brilliant about how anxiety works is that it will attach itself to any thought and just make it completely logical. Like I think about some of the crazy things that I've been anxious about. Like I remember yesterday or two days ago, I texted you and you didn't respond. And I was just like, he's quit culture Kings. Cause he's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> just cause I did. What, what did I not respond to? I think, but then no, 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 no. There was that. I think it was just, you were busy. And then I called you and we just had a conversation and I was like, Oh, everything's fine. Oh. But <laughs> bro, I'd be missing texts like a motherfucker. Bro, uh, and also our phones, we know like the other day when you sent me the same message ten times. Oh, dude, I still don't know. I was texting everybody, like, yo, is my phone sending you messages? And everybody was like, nah, bro, you good. So that was truly just going to your phone. The same message why. over and over. It's Apple, it dude. It's so Apple. Many. It's not Apple. It is Apple, man. Everybody think it's Apple not- is that shit, but Apple is weird, man. All they do is just keep trying to look like Androids, like their new shit. They're getting widgets and stuff now. They keep trying to look like Androids, you know, stay proprietary, though. When every other phone, every other phone allows their phone to be compatible with everything else in the world. But Apple. But it's all good. It's all good. I get it. I get it. I'm on this. I'm on this Android train by myself. Me and Jeff Tramiel. But I think, it, yeah, you and Jeff Tramiel, people who I only, every time I text them, I say, I'm going to write this all in one paragraph to make sure that they get it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't risk I t- one of the messages not making it to them. See, that's that Apple shit. I don't have to worry about that when I send text messages. Yeah, you do. We- Literally, sometimes you send me text messages, and at the end, it goes one out of four. <laughs> like, oh, we- <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> I don't be doing that. That's Android having a courtesy to let you know that three more are coming. <laughs> oh, man. Also, being in a group chat with you, having an Android phone is one of the most frustrating things, because everyone else on that group chat is in Apple. So whenever they like something, oh yeah, it, it just texts it- me. It yeah. texts me and it says charity like this. And it's so I like, dumb. I can though. I see don't, it. I don't get it. I don't get why that's not Android's fault. That's yes, Apple's it is. fault. Yes, that's it is Android's Apple's fault. fault. It's, that's it's Apple's fault. fault. All it's they your gotta fault for do, not having an Apple phone. No, all Apple has to do is write a line of programming to make that not the case. That's all they have to do. They just refuse to do it. Because they know that we'll bully you into getting an Apple phone. I'll never do it. I'll never. Carl almost bullied me into getting one like a week ago, and I, I had to like pray on it. And uh, and I'm back. I'm back to the Android life. Jesus Christ! I'll so you had a chance it. a week ago, and you didn't do it. I didn't do you it. You just want us to suffer. I'm so thankful that I have not been on a Herald team or a writer's room and when we made a group chat and someone had an Android phone. It has yet to happen to me yet. <laughs> That's insane. That's insane that nobody everybody has Apple phone. Man, Google, where you at, man? Let's make the let's make Google phones popular. So no. everybody one, hold on. You don't even have a Google phone. Yeah, I got a Galaxy. Samsung for life. Exactly. That's Samsung. That's you don't have you may have a Google operating system. That's an Android. But you don't have a Google phone because Google phones are trash. You don't have a Pixel. Mm-mm. It's trash. It's of trash. Course. You know what I do have, though? What? I do have love for Chicago. I have so I much to- love for Chicago. Go ahead. Go ahead. I tolerate it as a city. Okay. All right. It's told uh, me that it's a city, and I'm learning to accept it as I grow older. It is it is insane because you 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 like Chicago. You just pretend like you don't. <laughs> you you don't want you don't want to like Chicago. But you had a good time those cold ass days we went. If you went to Chicago for a summer, you would be like, "Damn. This place is this place is nice." That is true. I've never been to Chicago in the summer. I've only been in the winter. All Which is, Wait, no. I did go in the summer once, but it was very briefly. But I went in the summer once. Okay. Well, I love Chicago so much. We've had Chicago wins on here. Dwayne Perkins. Yes. Lauren Lapkus. Yes. 
uh sam bailey i guess you we she lived in chicago for a while i actually don't know if she's from chicago she's from not. chicago okay then <laughs> sam bailey i don't know i don't know what it's her from, life was before college very much so from chicago <laughs> okay but i figured why don't we get somebody who isn't from chicago but is on a television show that represents chicago more specifically showtime's the shy i think that's it i think we should do that uh who should we get edgar who should we get i want to get somebody who hmm i don't want them to just act mm. multi-talented i want them to be multi-talented okay so like rap like they're not the musical artists they ghostwrite. they write their own lyrics they make yeah. albums yeah but i like that they ghost write damn they ghost talented they've ghost that's talented they've ghost written for people like sierra boom lupita uh lupita uh <laughs> <laughs> you gonna say lupita nyong'o yeah 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 Lute. <laughs> They also have done uh, Broadway. They're they're stage actors too. That's uh, what I'm saying. I need a triple threat. We got a triple threat. Uh, super talented. Going to be on an upcoming season of The Shy. Let's chat today with Miriam A. Hi. Hyman. Uh, so quick thing. I got to know. Mm-hmm. I got to know. Uh, you're from Philly, right? Yeah, originally. Okay. All right. You're from Philly. You're living in Los Angeles right now. Yeah. You've done stuff off Broadway, so you know, you uh you you've been in New York, I'm assuming. Uh but the Chicago in me has to know where do you rank Chicago on your list? Of, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And and just know that this is going to dictate how uh how happy i would be for the rest i'm joking <laughs> no i was about Look, to say listen in the, in the summertime i rank chicago very high you're very I, high on my list hell i yeah. love the architecture i love the space <laughs> but in the winter time my guy you're low I'm sorry. <laughs> honestly real talk same for me i'm from born to raised right. and i don't even go back to the crib during winter anymore i'm like i'm exactly. good i did it i put my time in exactly <laughs> but uh but i love shooting out there and i have a lot of family in chicago so i always enjoy myself but yeah those winters who them things are brutal so you know yeah yeah edgar edgar is only me and edgar went to chicago for a uh for a live show for culture kings and it was right in okay. the middle of winter uh and and i planned an episode for us to go around chicago because i'm cruel uh yeah, we, wow. we, we cut that we cut that we cut that shit in half i said <laughs> okay. said Jaquise, right. we're done i'm done walking around let's go back to the whole also i'm kind of person on vacations i don't like to go out i okay. like when i'm on vacation i think i'm in the hotel because it's the fun time i get to be in a room i'm not in charge of so i just want to stay there <laughs> Watch TV and make a mess that somebody else is going to clean. You know what I'm saying? And have somebody else clean it up. I <laughs> totally understand. I just came back from having a little staycation myself, so mm-hmm. I oh, totally yeah? get it. Where you where you <laughs> yes, where you end did. up at? Where you end up at for your staycay? I was at the London. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. was it was it fully operate? Like, were there people like still working and stuff? Like, what was the vibe? Like, you oh, know, most definitely, right now? most definitely. Yeah, I mean, everybody's gloved up. They have you know masks on and everything, so they're mm-hmm. making sure that you know. I think they're just following the guidelines, and some of them are setting their own sort of standards and guidelines to make sure mm-hmm. that you know Corona is not just running free out here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know. But it was good. I mean, they were on point. They closed the bar and like some of the restaurants a little earlier than what they normally do. But that's just to, you know, sort of maintain the traffic, you know, yeah. that they have so it doesn't get too heavy. Yeah. I don't think people realize for like entertainers, because uh, I just did a little stay K myself last weekend. Like, okay. even if we don't travel, just the nature of our job uh, leads us to not be at the crib all the time most of the time precisely yeah and and so like just being able to sleep in a bed that wasn't my own for the first time in four months (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, and I love my bed. I got a sleep number. My bed is dope. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> but, how I feel. Yeah. I just needed another goddamn mattress to sleep on. It, it was yeah. insane. Yeah. Sometimes you just want to change, you know, the scenery. Like, even if your scenery is good, you just have to switch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Corona has been tough because, you know, a lot of people are looking at the same four walls. And I got to say, like, I'm so happy that I'm not in New York right now because I think I really, really would have been, like, pulling my hair out. Like, Absolutely. <sighs> Yeah. It's crazy. I mean, you know, yeah. like I'm, you know, was rehearsing um, Richard too, and this is the the show that's going to be broadcast on WNYC. And like, you know, all of my other castmates, I think for the most part, all of them were in New York, with the exception of one uh, woman who was in Australia. Mm. And like, you know, everybody's recorded in like, you know, their rooms, and you got somebody walking behind, and you know, you hear the sirens, and <laughs> just like. Those days of trying to do voiceovers in New York, like, yo. It's tough. I, I, it's hella stressful. So It's tough. It's what was tough. your technique? Yeah. Was it like five pillows on top of you? And like, you know what I mean? Like, what, what was your technique to get the recording? I would just try to go in like the smallest room possible, the smallest space, whether it was a closet and I'm like behind a bunch of clothes, like... Mm-hmm. What thankfully I don't have that now. I got like my little blue room and mm-hmm. actually during Corona, you know, a lot of the studios shut down. So I couldn't like Damn. go and record. And I'm like, I got to bang out this EP. Like, you know, right. um, so I ended up just kind of building like an in-house, you know, spot so I could still record. And then once the studios were open, I found a new studio home. So I was able to bang it out and get it all done. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's for, <laughs> I do, I do VO too. And when I, you know, when I first signed with my current uh, spot, they have a booth that I would just mostly go into for like, you know, auditions and stuff like that. Exactly. But the f- few times I tried to do the self-tape, it was, you know, the pillows and I would come out <laughs> sweating like fucking buckets. And then Rona hit mm-hmm. and them things didn't slow down. So it forced it forced me to have to actually get a home studio, like get my home studio like exactly. up and ready. Yeah. It's crazy. And now with this this surge, like, I thought that some of the studios, some of the booths would be opening back up. Like, I'm sh- I'm speaking strictly about, like, voiceovers. Mm-hmm. And it's looking like not so much, you yeah. know? And I would go to my, my um the office that I'm signed to as well, and a lot of times just record, you know, but the booth is shut down. Like, yeah. nobody's coming back anytime Nobody. soon. So. Are you, uh, you, I mean, if this isn't where you are, but I find that people, a lot of people, are you with CESD? No, I'm not. I have no, okay. some friends that are with CESD, but no, okay. no, no. All right. I'm actually with A3 for voiceovers, A3. Okay, got you, got you. Because that is one thing that I'm happy about. I don't have to drive to fucking the west side. well what i was gonna say was something i think is so interesting about coronavirus is that it's kind of exposing how much third-party bullshit we go through for a lot of the work that we want to do like if you're trying to see the self-tape you go to another place to record your self-tape or like you know like i think with writers it's been so interesting of like being like oh it's kind of crazy that we could have always done this from home like the fact that we go to another room and all sit in that room like i mean there's all these extra steps Exactly. One of the reasons why I painted like this wall that's behind me blue is because when I do my self tapes now, like I can do them on my own. You know, I don't Mm -hmm. have to have I don't have to go to somebody else's studio and just do that. So me being new to L.A., I was like, you know what? Let me just work smarter, not harder. Make sense of my situation so I don't have to keep, you know, traveling, number one, to go to another spot. And then, two, paying somebody to put me on tape for a job I don't even know if I'm going to get, you right. know. <laughs> so, yeah. um, you know, once I did that, I was like, you know what, how else, how can I freak this and just do, like, a multi-purpose space, you know? Mm. like. Mm-hmm. And since I had the time with Corona, I was putting shit up everywhere. I was like, you know what, I'm going to put a little hanger right here. Let you me know? put a little, you know. <laughs> A pole, <laughs> not a pole. I'm just kidding. But you know, whoa, I, just, whoa. <laughs> I meant to say a rod, a rod, not a, a rod, a rod. Okay, uh, you okay. said what you meant to say. You said what you meant to say. <laughs> you talked yourself out of getting the pole, but Ex- you just okay. let us know. No. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, right, right, right. Yeah, it's wild. I, yeah. it's we've been. I've been spending too much money. I spent. I've spent so much money on AV during I quarantine, bet. and it's just like. I bet. Eh. But you know what? We'll be better for it. Uh, so here's something I want to 
speaking of coronavirus, we've all been working and stuff, but you actually have something that it was actively, at least from what I heard, stuff was actively being worked on during coronavirus, and you actually released it with Alter Ego, so we gotta talk about We gotta talk about the album. Yeah, most uh, definitely. Yeah, we gotta talk about the album Alter Ego, uh, and your hip-hop name is Robin Hood. Uh nice. Yeah. It's a dope. I was talking about this with some, but me and Edgar probably were talking about this recently. How we miss skits and, and yeah. albums. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't get to me. You don't get skits no more. You don't. You don't I, get skits. The most we get is Kendrick Lamar voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's uh, all we got. So like, it was refreshing to you know when I popped the album open and I was like, oh, we got some skits. But then you did Hell it in a yeah. cool way. You did it in a cool way. I'll let you kind of talk about it, but you did it in a cool way where. It's not just a few random skits sprinkled throughout the album. Uh, you have it's almost like a, it's a skit song, skit song. So it's it's almost like a uh, a narrative know, thread, a narrative, yeah, a narrative hip hop album, which is really cool yeah, and, yeah. and something that I haven't heard in a long ass time. So yeah, talk us talk us through alter ego. Thank you, man. Well, you know, gotta have a beginning, a middle, and an end. You mm-hmm. know, I feel like you gotta bookend it, um, and so you know from one voiceover artist to two others, you know. For me, it was just really important with this EP that I incorporated all of these different elements, like these things that I focus on throughout my day. So acting, of course, music, you know, and voiceovers has been huge. Like I've been starting to do some more for, you know, anime, video games, in addition to just helping to sell products like Tide, you know. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, with the skits, I was really inspired because of a lot of conversations that I've had with, you know, um, label execs, different producers, you know, even some engineers in which people try to steer you a very specific way when they find out that you're an artist. And they might even be rocking with you, but it's like, we could be rocking with you a little more if... Right. You know, and so with um, Mr. I Don't Care of Screw You Records, you know, everything was very specific. You know, these names, just like in Shakespeare, you know, every name is very specific in terms of like mm-hmm. who the individual, like who the individual is. It tells you more about their personality. Um, and so, yeah, like I just I was playing around with my homeboy, Easto who produced all the tracks on the album. And I was just like, yo, like, how do I bring this to life? You know, and he's like, just bring it to life, Robin. Just like, come on. So mm-hmm. I just started playing around with this voice and the skits just kind of came out of that. So also the skit, I mean, the, you know. the white guy is you. The white guy is you. Uh, oh, yeah, that's uh, me. Oh, oh that's, that's me, baby. Crazy. All day. That's dope. That's, that's dope. I did. I, yeah. I was because let me tell you. By the end of the album, I wanted to give homie these. I wanted to give homie these hands, man. I, he was making me uh, well, your, that character that was now, making Jaquise. me mad. Don't do that, Jaquise. Well, don't I do mean, that. that's what's up. That's what's up. But that was. You know? I'm sure that's what you were intended because he's he's like this is it is his his character uh, is what black is the negative shit that most black artists have to deal with. That we hear this shit, you know, and it's yeah. like they, they're they're talking to you a lot of times and they're talking at you. They're talking over you. They're not really allowing you to answer any questions or entertain this as a, a dialogue. It's, it's not mm. a conversation. It's more like, look, you know, they look at you almost sometimes like cattle, like you're just here to produce, you know, mm, like yeah. that's that's what it is. You know, we're not really trying to get to know you. And so I kept going back to the theme of wanting to uplift the community And Mm. I had to keep going back to that because, like, even when I started my music, that's what I've been about from the gate. You know, my um, EP prior to Alter Ego is called, you know, Truth Teller. Prior to that is Four Higher. You know, so I've always just tried to make music that was inspirational, uplifting. But, I mean, obviously, I can switch it up, you know. And so with Alter Ego, it, it gave me the opportunity to do that, but also to just kind of show... Um, how a lot of times, you know, as an artist, you just kind of get backed into a corner, but we can produce, we can generate material. That's never been an issue with our people. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? But it's what you want to generate. It's like, what do you want to put out there? You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, I love that. I kind of want to 
to talk to you about like you know there's this concept of boxes right especially with like black artists it's like they're you're kind of put into a box right like you're like oh well, you're if you're a black writer you probably can only write movies about black people or stuff like that or whatever <laughs> right. it is like you probably only write movies about slavery or what are some of the boxes you feel like have been put on you as an artist whether it's in music or in acting and what are some of the boxes that you want to be in that's a really good question thank you edgar um <laughs> <laughs> i would have to say I don't necessarily want to be in any boxes. I mm. like to think of myself as being a very well-rounded, versatile individual. I do a lot of different things. So to put me in a box is almost like to label me, like to say, oh, okay, mm. well, she's only capable of doing this or doing that. And I like to think of myself as being, you know, pretty intelligent. If there's something I'm interested in or and I don't know about it, then I need to do my research, you know. Um, I'd say some of the boxes that, I will have been the Hollywood will try to put you in some of these boxes sometimes, mm -hmm. you know, as a black woman, you know, it's kind of it'll be something, you know, maternal. It's like, you know, or the black best friend, you know, stuff like that, where it's just like, I'm good, you know, yeah, like I'm so right. much more talented, you know, than that. And you're not trying to be Amy like Schumer's friend in a rom-com. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't trying to be Listen, a train wreck, too. <laughs> they need to be trying to be my friend, okay? Right. And there's Hell no yeah. way okay. in this world that I would be trying to be your friend. You understand? That's true. Like That's true. We, That's true. We have too much swag, too much personality, and like really great energy. What if, what the fuck? Like, what am I want to be your friend for? You know That's what true. I mean? Like, That's true. Let's keep it 100, okay? Y'all know what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, is, there, we, there are we, very few. I, I have a lot of white friends, and there are very few of them that I actively pursue their friendship. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like low key. I was up for a show. Um, the show I think is probably going into the, this its third season. I won't say the name of it, but I was up for the you know the fat white girl. You know her best friend, and it mm -hmm, was just kind of mm -hmm. like hmm, you know eh, the material. You try to do the best that you can, you know, with the material and still enjoy yourself yeah. and everything. But right. needless to say, I'm I'm grateful that um I ended up not getting that part because. I'd much rather be telling the story of the shy, yo. Talking yeah, about yeah. these black stories, world talk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh it's it's wild because, you know, like I I mean, you know, we we appreciate all black art and black artists. Uh, but on a personal level, uh, I appreciate you as an artist because, you know, coming from theater myself, uh, and you know, my first play that I auditioned for, I came in with straight backs and a throwback jersey and you know the people was like Who tell your this? whole story jakees you got to tell her the whole okay, story jakees and has... i want to know what were you auditioning for what was that oliver about? twist oliver twist was the first play i ever did uh okay. it was very fun that's what made me fall in love okay. with with acting uh all right okay. so i'll tell the abbreviated story it's so a disney it's a disney much. channel original movie what, what did i call a disney channel original movie jakees i forgot what i had a name for it i can't remember uh, tell you tell your story all right so on the south side of Chicago, <laughs> um, I was I was rapping. You know, I had I was rapping in a group, uh, and you know we had we had we were making a CD doing shit, and I was also selling selling weed. Uh, okay. I was uh, and 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 I got caught. I got caught. You know, cops came up, caught me. I was sixteen, and uh, you know went through that process. Everything is all good because I was a minor, so I just had to like go to quote-unquote therapy like mandated therapy mm -hmm. piss three clean test and i was good uh but you know during all of this i was just like uh i kind of don't feel like jumping back toward that specific lifestyle anymore uh what can i do what can i do oh i guess i like entertaining people i'll jump in theater arts class uh oh this is cool i guess i i'm bored of just staying in the house i'm not really hanging out with all my friends that i used to anymore I was just auditioning for the school play and just <laughs> came and auditioned for the school play, got it, booked, I mean, got in every role the next fucking year or two and pretty much have yeah. been acting ever since. But yeah, <laughs> so as somebody who is from Chicago, who dabbled in hip hop a little bit, who grew up and loves stage acting and theater, uh, who's also an actor and shit like, we don't, there is, there's so there's not so, so few of us, but there are so few of us that the world is allowed to see. Uh, 
exactly. And and it's just so refreshing because you hear somebody in theater and the like we were talking, the boxes that people put you in, you wouldn't think, oh, but that person also fucking is dope as as a rapper. They can they put out a whole goddamn EP. But then you were like, all right. Then you get, you know, the Lin-Manuel Miranda's who the white people, you know, can relate to. And I love Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm not knocking him. But I am. No, I, feel I am knocking yeah. him. Let me say my 10 points that I've been saving. <laughs> right? But then, you know, he's even in that box. And so you can get, all right, the stage actress who, you know, who raps. But also, yo, she is some dope ass. Like, your career, your, the shit, your your. Mm-hmm move your tv list is fucking long and dope and now you're in the shot you're playing like a queer uh black woman it's like it's such an inspiring thing to see a, a black artist and a black woman artist who is busting out of all these supposed boxes that a lot of people in the industry put us in so uh, i think thank it's super you dope. yo i really really appreciate that it's well it's like even when you mentioned the shakespeare you know one of the reasons why i started doing Shakespeare and I became even more interested in it is because I didn't see anybody that looked like me really doing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this has got to change, you know, because yeah. why not? You know, and obviously, you know, there takes practice as it does with anything, you know, if you're trying to reach a level of perfection or not even perfection, but just know how, you know, mm-hmm. so it's in your wheelhouse and you can just, you know, um, it's a level of technique and, I feel like I already had it sort of naturally, like the desire to want to act, but technique is something that I think has to be taught. And so mm-hmm. once you really have it down, you always have that to rely on, you know? Yeah, so. and especially Shakespeare. Like, yeah, it's so funny. The first Shakespeare play I ever did was with Edgar Knows This Cat, Bezad Dabu. Who was in the first season of okay. The Shy, uh, okay. which is super funny. But Wait, who Rome- does he who does he play? I think I um, probably Amir. He's one of the friends, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's I got to shop it up right with there. them. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's what's he's up. he's he's the homie. Uh, we were in our first Shakespeare play together, Romeo and Juliet, and and like <laughs> even acting is great, and I love it, but you can't bullshit Shakespeare. Like you have you to do the work. <laughs> you have to do the you work because the work. you, you can't read it if you don't do the work. You won't even know how to read it. You'll just be yeah. like, uh, what the hell? Yeah, it's it's mm-hmm. no good. So I mean, for me, again, I've I feel like I have just busted all through the boxes. I've played men, women, queens, that's fine, you know, princesses, princes, like every role you can oh, hold up. My bad. (laughs) Every role you could think of, um, pretty much, you know, I've had the opportunity to play. So it's just been a blessing. And then now with Richard II, me playing Bolingbroke, you know, Bolingbroke starts out being banished and then comes back and becomes king, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So... I just I tells mean, you. I would have appreciated if you ain't if you didn't spoil it for me. You know, I've, I I didn't get to see it yet, but <laughs> yeah, I feel you though. You, okay. I haven't gotten I mean, a chance. You know, it's a history play, so I'm sorry. You know, a lot of people just know the history. Um, but yeah, you know, it's just it's just really dope because people will hear this first mm. and might not initially know like, is that a man? Is that a woman? Are they black? Are they white? I don't even give a fuck about any of that. They sound mm-hmm. amazing. The story sounds, you know, and not the not the way that we sound, but the story, the mere fact that they'll be able to understand it. That's what's super dope. If yeah. we can convey everything that Shakespeare was trying to convey, you know, over a broadcast and still, yeah. you know, touch each other, the other yeah. actors. And, and it was just like how it is right now with you two, like via Zoom. I'm doing these scenes and, you know... The bard, not mm-hmm. just you know everyday <laughs> language. So. Yeah, that is yeah. wild. That is and Zoom be tripping too. You know you got to make sure your router in the right place. Mm-hmm. Uh, you record. make sure that your girlfriend. You know it's everything. <laughs> yeah. My phone is like you have twenty minutes. I'm like what? what right. Yeah. Make sure so. your girlfriend doesn't start watching a workout video in the back. <laughs> right when y'all start right. recording, and you have to go walk out and go. What are you doing? Right. Yeah. It's just yeah. Like, my goodness. Yeah, like hey baby. Yeah. Baby, turn off the bachelor. I, I got. I'm doing Shakespeare. I'm doing Shakespeare. <laughs> I wanted to ask you a question about you know you playing you know men, women, like all these kind of roles. We've always been capable of doing that. 
we've always been yeah. capable of telling all kinds of stories. And I asked this question knowing that it's not anything that we can do about it. But like, what is it going to take for Hollywood to finally allow us to tell any kind of story? You know, and I, and I think back to when Creed, like I loved that movie Creed so much. Like I thought it was an amazing movie. I thought it was great. And I remember talking about it with some friends about how I thought it should be up for, you know, best picture, in my opinion. And they were just like, well, you know, it's like, it's not an Oscar movie. And I was like, what are you saying by that? Like, what do you mean? Like, what does that mean? It's not an Oscar. Why is it not let an me, Oscar movie? Let me tell you. Let me jump in here real quick. Okay. Please jump in. It's, it's one thing to salute us, you know, as a people who we can mm-hmm. produce some really amazing shit. Now, we don't just want to get saluted for anything that's black. We got to be very specific and mm-hmm. say, hang yes. on. So, like, for instance, did y'all see The Five Bloods? I haven't seen, seen The Five it. Bloods yet. I heard it's great. I heard it's great. Is I it great? My chin about to hit the I know. Hit the I know. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. I, you, you know, know what, what I'm doing, though? I'm trying to save some shit because TV ain't, new shows ain't coming back. And they're not coming back. <laughs> okay. So I got I to stock up. So, like, I'm trying right. to, like, save some things and not just consume it as soon as it comes out. Which All is I'm going to say is Delroy Lindo. Okay. He, yes. That's it. Okay. Okay. Now, whether whether Spike, yeah, he's a beast. Yeah. Now, as a theater actor, you'll really appreciate him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. So whether Spike will get it for Best Picture, I'm, I, I don't know. But if De- if he does not get it for Best Actor, mm. I'm done. You're done. Mm. I'm done. Wow. I, I have not seen a performance that can even come close to that. In quite some time. Oh, shit. He right. murders this role from beginning to end. It's I have this acronym, right, as it pertains to my art, and it's called HOT. H-O-T. Mm. Honest, open, and truthful. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and I he... feel like in everything that we do, your podcast, you know, if you're doing voiceover work, acting work, TV, film, the- whatever, if it's not truthful, if it's not honest... We can tell the difference. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And when it is honest, it's not even like acting anymore. It's just living. This man mm. is living in every single moment. Like I'm fangirling right now. Because yeah. <laughs> but no, I you, you make but honestly, I you making me hype to watch it because I yeah, heard, I I heard it was now. a great role. I heard he Yo, crushed it. That's all. That's all I'm gonna okay. say. That's all. Five blood. And it's it's a lot of really good work. A good friend of mine, um, Jonathan Majors, you know, was in it as well. It's, I it's, was just gonna dope. say. Jonathan Majors is, was that for me when I watched Last Black Man in San Francisco. When I watched okay, that movie, I said, up. if he doesn't get Best Supporting Actor, I'm done. And Jaquise knows I love award season. I'm a big award season person. Yeah. I love the Oscars yeah. with all my heart. I do I do the uh, the, the the ballot every year to fight my friends. Yeah. I always beat them. I'm the fucking best at it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even <laughs> trying to hype myself up. I'm just letting you know the facts. But like, when you know, I, I saw <laughs> when I saw Jonathan Majors in that in fucking Last Black Man in San Francisco, I said this dude deserves best supporting actor. I don't care what I else, hear, what else I comes hear out. that. I hear that one hundred percent. Go and watch the Five Bloods and, and watch Delroy. That's okay. all I can say. Okay. okay, 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 okay. I'm gonna watch it. I'm gonna watch it. Because uh, <laughs> that honestly, I haven't heard, I haven't heard a bad thing about it. I, the only bad thing I heard about it was it was close to three hours, and I was just like, do I? You know so, what? I, but when I saw okay that, I was that. like, uh, yeah, but it it actually moved. You know, Good. some films are two and a half hours and they feel like it. You're just like, mm, yes. are you kidding me? Like, yes. I just saw um, Miss Juneteenth on Juneteenth. And um, it, it was a really great. Are you all familiar with this film? No. i seen it on the Instagram. Look, i seen it on the Instagram. like Siskel and Ebert right now. I know, like, right? I know. I mean, you're, you're putting us on. You're embarrassing. We're supposed to be you're the culture us. kings. You're I the guest. We're supposed to be the culture right. kings. And and I'm like, y'all don't know y'all any culture. culture. I'm up here watching One Tree Hill and shit. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've truly been watching nonstop Seinfeld. I'm not even going to <laughs> You need, you need, you need to change the show to Culture Queen, okay? Because okay. I'm bringing y'all all the culture right, right. now. You, you got right. episode. Um, but no, so uh, Miss Juneteenth it stars Nicole Bahari. Oh um, fuck yeah, yeah. So you know, anyway, the film is good. It just it's kind of slow, but it's not that long. So I I was just giving you know making it an example just uh, yeah. in terms of like length and everything. Yeah. It was but for you, me. But you feel like movie. that movie moves though. The Five Bloods, like it moves and you don't feel that. Time. Yeah. It moves and you're you're engaged, you know. So That's I think good. Spike did a great great job, yeah, with that. Yeah. As long as it moves faster than the Irishman did. 
Uh, don't <laughs> even talk I, that. I still Jaquise. haven't seen The Irishman. Don't. don't you don't you talk that talk, Jaquise, because we'll fight right now. That movie's fucking amazing. <laughs> that movie. I fell asleep. I fell asleep for like 30 minutes and woke up and it was like, damn, there's still two hours left in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> See, you're like, damn. God damn. I did five loads of laundry, cooked, yeah. came back, went to the market. It's still on. How many Spike times would not I let to... you talk about Scorsese this way. Spike would Man. be upset if you was talking about Scorsese this way. How many times I got to watch Robert De Niro with the 30 year old face try to beat somebody up with the 80 year old body? Okay. I mean, that shit was very funny. The way he tried to kick that dude, hold on. I had to stand up and do it it's so funny yeah uh-oh <laughs> miriam if, if there's any part of the irishman you watch just watch the scenes where robert de niro has to fight and it's okay. supposed to be it's supposed to be him like in his 20s yes. busting not just fighting like fucking niggas up <laughs> but he's 80 he's so he 80. can't move like a 30 year old <laughs> he's a, so he he has a scene where he like steps on like it's supposed to like he's supposed to be step beating on up somebody's this grocery hand guy yeah and like break his hand but he can't lift his foot more than three inches so i'm like bro my cat step on my damn hand harder than that. <laughs> oh <laughs> and listen why? robert de niro is one of the goats he's, he's phenomenal in that actor. movie but, it just shows why de aging technology is like you know it don't go all the way like because yeah. it's the same thing when I was watching Star Wars, I was like I could very clearly tell that Carrie Fisher is not in this scene that it is somebody <laughs> else's body because she's just standing completely still talking and it's like not moving I'm like this That's is not when it's Carrie bad. Fisher you're like yeah. ooh, ooh CGI yeah. ooh yeah. she's very or like when Paul Walker's always just like looking at people and smiling in the new Fast and Furious movie Damn. right. You're he doesn't move. He doesn't talk. He just goes. That's not. That's not him. Damn. Damn. Exactly. Uh, well, let's let's shift to something that's currently on that you are in. I, we got. I mean, we got to talk a little bit about the shy as well. Uh, yeah. You're in the new season. Uh, how was that? I mean, how was that for you? Talk. Talk to us. Talk to us about the shy, if you can, oh, if you want man. to. Oh my God, of course. Come on. That's what's yeah. like on my brain right now. Heavy. Yes. Mm. Um, so yeah, season three of The Shy, 10 really dope episodes, whole new storyline that they're focusing on uh within this season. Mm-hmm. I play a brand new character, um, a new wife actually to Nina, who is played by Tyler Abercrombie. And mm-hmm. um she is the mother to both Keisha and Kevin. Yeah. So, you know, I kind of come in as a new parent, still trying to figure it out because I don't have any kids. I'm like, they're not that much younger than me, but I'm now playing somebody's like parent. You know, how does that all work? You know, um, but it was really dope. You know, when I got to Chicago, everybody was super welcoming, really warm, you know, from everybody, the producers to craft services. You know, everybody was just showing love. All the cast, um, Lena Waithe. Got to meet Common, you know, which was super dope. Yeah, you know, and it was funny because he actually was already familiar with some of my music. So that's dope. Oh, that's a dope feeling. Yeah, like I was at his concert in um, Chicago. We got like, you know, tickets to go see the show backstage and everything. So I walk in and I get introduced from another like mutual friend that we have who had worked on my EP and he's like, Common, Common, this is Robin Hood. This is who I was saying. He was like, Robin Hood, what's good? That's like, dope as shit. He I was, was excited like, wow. to meet you. Right. And said. I mean, you know, he wasn't he wasn't geeking as wow. much as I, you know, but no, no, no. Was, you you tell that he was geeking. You tell he was geeking. He was geeking. <laughs> this he is your geeking. story. This is we your heard story. It in your, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If he releases was, a report later and says I wasn't geeking, that's right. that. But on this show right now, he was geeking. <laughs> He was like, it was the best day of my life was meeting Robert. Hood. No, yeah. but um, so that was dope because he had known me from hearing, like I said, some music that uh, another mutual friend of ours had sent to him. So he was already That's like so familiar with the sound. So I was like, wow, this is dope. You know, here I am standing in front of you. I just got finished shooting the first episode, you know, of a, sh- a show that you produce in Chicago. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had family here. Like I was like, wow, this is this is crazy, you know? Mm. So, I mean, it was just really surreal, you know, to have that opportunity mm. to shoot for five months, you know, in Chicago. And then I w- they would fly me back and forth, you know, whenever I didn't have to shoot. So that was dope um, to come back and forth to LA. But it was incredible, man. Like 
this season, like I watched the first two seasons. So, you know, you saw like what was the trajectory of like, you know, how they were moving forward. This season is like, it's It's, crazy. It's there. It's there. Yeah. It's crazy dope. And your character's name is uh, Dre, if I'm not mistaken, right? Dre. Yeah. 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 We yeah. don't know what that's short for. I don't know if it's Andrea I, <laughs> and Dre. I was like... What is it? What, what did you make it short for? for your, what's, what's the short for for yourself? What you think your name I'm, is? Honestly, my, my own little backstory, you know. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> um, you know, actors love to have backstory. You're like, so I think she grew up. Oh, uh-huh. like, no. <laughs> and the writer's just um, like, but, no, that's not what it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, I was thinking, yeah, like Andrea. You know, yeah. so uh, yeah. we'll see if, you know. You know, it's funny, though, like at a certain point, because and Edgar is a, is a TV writer, so he could probably talk to this more. They probably haven't even thought about what her full name is in the room. So, like, they you may know. say that and they'll be like, oh, Andrea. Cool. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, that's, right. And that's what makes that's what makes a great actor is when they do the work for like it's like. It, it you feels were like about a to say it when they do writer. the work for you. <laughs> I'll say I'll say it when they do the work for you. It feels great because we've been doing the work for weeks. Y'all just showed okay. up at the end. Okay, we've been doing Got the work it. for weeks. Got it. Got it. No, but I feel that. I mean, I feel like one of the things that I did bring to the table um, was really a lot about who I thought she currently was. You know, yeah. um, exactly. you know less about less about where she had come from because that we won't see. However. Even if I have it in the back of my mind, it's going to show on screen. So, like, in the first episode, you know, you first meet Dre off the top. You know, she's giving out gold jewelry. She's in a sharp mm-hmm. ass suit. It's like, okay, clearly, you know, you know a thing or two about fashion. You know, you're, you, you got on a dope watch. Like, you know, there was a lot of things about her that... I just kind of wanted to say, let's not do this in any kind of stereotypical way. Like, I want there to be a lot of different colors to her and just, you know, really nuanced. So it wasn't like, well, who, but who is she though? We, we don't really, we don't really get it. She's in all these scenes, but we have no idea who she is, Mm -hmm. you know? I mean, and that's, and I think that what, becomes great after that is that the writing starts adjusting to the actor like that's when you know it's like a really good character and you watch it in so many shows i mean jeez and i have talked about like how you know the writers of fresh prince of bel-air that first season they didn't really know what will was yeah. capable of and then bad. once they saw once they saw what he was capable of they start changing the writing they start writing towards what he's strong at and all that and i think that exactly that's when you know you have a really good actor who's just like yo here's what i can bring to the table and we can adjust the character because again the character it's just an archetype. It's just a. It's just a map until that exactly. writer, until that actor shows up. Exactly. So it was love. I mean, initially, like I think I was supposed to only be in like maybe four or five episodes, and mm-hmm. I got pushed to nine. You know, mm-hmm. nine out of ten. So mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm, I'm doing something right. You feel You're doing me? Doing something you know? right. Absolutely. Hell Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Had to come with that Philly swag. Okay, I'm not leaving know- without the bag. <laughs> Hell yeah. And the cool thing, you know, like. The fun thing as black actors, you know, because a lot of times, especially when we're coming up and that's the position I'm in right now where you get, you know, you get some co-stars, you get some guest stars and you take what you can get. And and a lot of times you are, uh, you know, inconsequential to the overall story of the show. Right. Uh, Mostly white stories. Uh, So being a black actor and being on the shy. Uh, I'm thinking like our homie RJ, who's black actor and got to be on Atlanta. Like being a black actor and being on these acclaimed shows with black cast. Uh, which I wrote a tweet about this a couple weeks ago. How like on television there aren't as many fully black uh, on like sitcom network TV. There aren't as many fully sure. black TV shows anymore. No, nope. uh, a nope. lot of that has shifted to cable. And so mm-hmm. it it has to feel super good to, you know, get on set and just see all this black excellence around Brother, you. Brother, <laughs> it feels fantastic. And even, I wow. mean, I don't know if you all have seen the billboards, you know, yeah. um, mm-hmm. but I, I mean, to just see seven beautiful yes. chocolate faces, mm-hmm. like... I had to go take a picture in front of the billboards today. Like, I was like, ah. Oh, yeah. that's special. But it, it's just beautiful. And to drive around Los Angeles and you're seeing, you don't see any other billboard like that. Like, there yeah. there are none, you know, where you're just going to see all black faces. 
And mm. it's not like they're strung out on some drug or, you know, no. you know, like it's it's, it's human beings. Like it's just human beings. It's just human beings, some beautiful flowers, you know, but it's it's just like, wow, like mm-hmm. that is gorgeous. You can't you just can't deny it. I want to know about these people. I want to know about those stories, you yeah. know, so I just feel really pleased to to be a part of that, to be bringing it to life, you know, and I really just hope that audiences are just like really vibing with us and they, uh, you know, just go along with us for the ride. Yeah, I mean, I think that completely makes sense <laughs> because right now I'm reading a a book all about. Uh, it's like one of those like oral histories of the wire, and they talk mm-hmm. about that, and that's a show that the shy gets compared to a lot, like when talk, like critics yeah. and stuff like that. I did about like one depth. episode of the wire. Yeah, which one? Um, I don't know which. It was in the last season. Um, it was a small little part that's that I had. My favorite but, show. Yeah, I gotta was, think. Like, man. I gotta second. think. I'm like I'm like thinking. I'm like okay, where I see you at. It was like one of the second TV shows I had ever done. So it, wow. I mean, it was a small part. I had like a co-star. It was a very, you know. And it's funny because my scene was with Sonia Son, who ended who's, up, who's, who's the mom yes. on the shy. Like, yes. it, it was, it was crazy. Dope. So we Did were some magic shit. She, not I me, mean, not really, but she thought like, you look really familiar. And I had yeah. to tell her like, it's so funny because we were both shooting the first episode of the shy. So we we're both in Chicago and we were like at the same restaurant in this hotel. And I'm like, hey, you know what? You don't remember me probably, but my name is Mary, you know, whatever. She was like, I thought you looked really familiar. She's like, That's what are dope. you doing here? I'm like, I'm working on the shot. She's like, I'm working on the shot. I'm like, well, Hell let's yeah. get this money. Let's, let's get it. it. <laughs> That's fucking magical. Like, I mean, fuck the point that I was yeah. going to make. That's so dope of like this full circle journey of being like, you was a co-star and then now you're in a bigger position. Ugh. I don't know. That shit, that shit just gives me Come on, yo. goosebumps sometimes. I, I was like, this is really dope. So I just feel really blessed, really grateful, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, so The Shy is, I think, uh, as of this recording, I think we're about to barrel into episode three. Um, okay. Or four, I think. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, the whole season is still going to keep going on. Your album is out now. You also yes. have the we touched on this a little bit, Richard the Second. Is that something that people are going to be able to listen to, like on a larger scale too? Because yeah, you know, the theater kid in me wants to hear it. No, for sure, for sure. I think um, you know it's going to be heard throughout the country, and so it's going to air from July 13th to the 16th, okay. and it's going to be on WNYC. So I would go to Public Theater their their um, website or their Instagram. Just public, like you spell public theater. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you'll see all the information that they have in terms of like what time it'll broadcast, all of the cast, you know, that's in the show, like Felicia Rashad, I know. Estelle so Parsons, dope. you know, like so I, I was like, well, Estelle Parsons is like in her 90s. She was the the mom on Roseanne. Yeah. I'm talking masterful actors, yo. Like yeah. Andre Holland, you know, who plays Richard. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just a really... A really great. The cast is strong as hell. I saw the cast list and I was looking at the list like, oh, oh, damn. Oh, damn. Oh, damn. Like the cast is strong as shit. So for sure. uh, For sure. Yeah, definitely tune in. For sure. Hell yeah. So, you know, we always like to. You know what, Edgar, we haven't asked this in a while. We haven't asked this question in a while. I think Marion will be a, a, a dope person to hear. Uh, you know, what's going this on? answer it's a, it's 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 a, it's, a, it's an artistic question but i would love to hear what you have to say so Edgar, yeah and, and, and don't feel concerned about getting too specific about what it is you know keep your ideas safe and all that stuff but like you know we like to ask people like you know uh you're working on all these other projects and these are and i mean your album is your album but all these tv shows and theater there's are other people's work but if, let's say you called me i called you and i was like look i want to give you x amount of dollars to work on whatever you want what would that project be? Like, given complete creative freedom, I'm just funding you so you can do what you want to do. Um, You know what? I I would love to do... I would love to shoot a Shakespeare production um, and just have, like, a full team of actors, maybe Hamlet, and I'm playing Hamlet. So it would Ooh. be dope for me to star and direct, you know? Um, but... But for all black cast, you know, get some some Delroy Lindos, you know, get some heavy, heavy hitters. And yeah, I think that would be dope because you never see that, you know, Mm -hmm. and 
you know, they have a production coming out of Macbeth, you know, Denzel starring in it, but you're not going to see a full, you know, full scale production. No, you're not going to see that. Yeah. You're not going to see that. So I think something like that would be super fire. Like just to be able to get the quality, you know, Mm -hmm. artists, be able to pay them handsomely, shoot Mm -hmm. wherever we would want to shoot. You okay. know, so this would be like a, this would be like a film. <laughs> it wouldn't be like it wouldn't be like how Hamilton is about to do on Disney Plus. Right? No, 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 okay. no, no, okay. no, no. And I, okay. I mean, I, it's so funny because I saw Hamilton originally when it was at the Public Theater, which is mm-hmm. you know who I'm doing Shakespeare, who do you know who does Shakespeare in the Park? Um, mm-hmm. It was very much more intimate and everything. But when I saw the advertisement for it, I was like, oh, so they're just it's just like they filmed. The stage production, not yeah. like it's, you know, so, no, I would want to shoot Hell a yeah. full-on, like, whoa, Like, on locations right and all that stuff? Exactly. Okay, so, it's not going to be like, have you ever seen Dogville? That uh, Lars no. von Trier movie? Uh, it's, no. I think it's really interesting. I, I was wondering why more people didn't do it. He shot, essentially, like, it was a movie. It was it was kind of shot like a play where there's no actual walls. Like, you know what I mean? Everyone's pretending that like all the walls are there. He right. just shot it all on like a stage and just had everyone okay. pretend as if they were like four walls and everyone's like walking through these buildings and there's just props gotcha. everywhere, but there's no wall. And I was like, oh, this is it's, it feels like you're watching a play, but it's filmed like a movie. Yeah. So, but it wouldn't be like that. You'd be like on location, like you go to like Ireland or some shit. On lo- yeah. And but but like my thing is y- you want to make it so real that it doesn't really seem like you left your backyard almost. Mm. You right. know, like Ooh. this is us right here, right now. Yeah. And you just identify with what these people are going through. And the beautiful thing is, like, I have this one line in um, Richard too, without giving too much away. But my line is, mine innocence and St. George to thrive. And I'm saying this as basically I've just been banished. And so... Mm. I come, like, I'm about to have this fight. This is actually right before I get banished. I'm about to have this fight. And I say, before I start fighting, like, it's like a prayer. Mine innocence and St. George to thrive. Mm. Go and you listen to the EP. I wrote a track called Brother George. Yeah. Because I was inspired while working on Richard to do this. You know, this is a black man who basically has been shafted you know everything taken away from you know him and everything and so i majorly identified with um you know george floyd i feel like in this manner and so we talked about that a lot in rehearsal you know why we're doing this what are the parallels and so on and so forth Mm. but yeah so the bard has definitely affected the bars okay i'm gonna leave leave y'all i'm gonna leave it at that wow all right so one final question one final question on that for what sure, parts you got sure. for me and Jaquise? You know what I'm saying? Like, what parts, you know, what am, what am I going to do? What am I going to play? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause, what parts you got hmm. for me? You know what I'm saying? I could be I could be Hamlet's homeboy. You know what I mean? Like, I come in, I'll be like, hey, yo, Hamlet, they coming for you. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know whatever energy you want. You know, I say some zingers real quick. Like, oh, that's classic Hamlet. Like, you know, whatever maybe, you need, Maybe you, know? you all could be the two homies, Rosen, Rosencrantz Rosen and Gilbert Yep, yep. <laughs> Yeah, I was. I you mean, know? honestly, that's the only two that we could possibly be. <laughs> to be honest, he's like, "That's it." No, that's well, it. one of y'all could be the king. One of y'all could be the ghost. I mean, you yeah. know, I don't know. <laughs> honestly, I hope I hope this gets done at some point, uh, so we can erase the last Hamlet movie, which was Mel Gibson. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> what exactly? Right, exactly. Like, so, yes, yeah. Indeed. Uh, this was dope. Well, listen, we, uh, like I said before, uh, this was such a really dope and inspiring talk with you and just to chop it up with you in general. Mm -hmm. Uh, the energy is great. Uh, 2020 and beyond for you is, I mean, listen, if you don't know who Miriam is, Miriam has been in so much stuff. You've seen her face, you've seen her work, but if you don't know her name, uh, this is the year where you need to put it on your list because she's doing dope shit and it's going to keep going on, which is really dope to see. Um, And I want to make sure to give you, of course, of course, I want to make sure to give you the space to talk about anything else you want to talk about that's coming up that we haven't or something else you want people to know about. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, man. Listen, I just say, let's just try to stay positive out here. It's crazy in these streets. Revolutionary optimism, you know, is definitely something that I'm just trying to promote and be about making sure that we're voting, you know, out here so we really, really can affect change. And yeah, definitely tune into, you know, 
The Shy Sunday Nights is some really wonderful content. It uplifts and salutes our people. Definitely go get that EP, Alter Ego. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, tune in to WNYC so you can hear that Richard too. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> You know, I was, Yo. I was, I was, I was, in, I wasn't sure what your Twitter handle was going to be. If you're going to drop your Twitter handle, like you know, after say something like "Yo, revolutionary optimism," you know what I mean? Vote, you know, follow me at, at two cats hanging out. You know what I mean? Like, Yo, I don't know if those messages but you can, can go together. You know, you can definitely follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Robin Hood Music. That's Robin with the Y. Yeah. You know, hood traditional music, traditional robin hood music on instagram and twitter and also on twitter miriam a hyman so you know i got two personalities you know i gotta have double accounts you know of course i mean hey listen you you didn't name you didn't name the album alter ego for nothing that's right that's right (laughs) exactly y'all somebody's listening somebody's Somebody's listening listening. i appreciate that somebody's listening yes yes yo thank you so much for joining us yeah this was dope most definitely i appreciate y'all My, oh, my, oh, my. What a spiritual conversation. I think I wasn't expecting to recommit my life to Jesus, mm-hmm. but I did. And I, I think that, I, you know what I'm saying? Like when you go into a conversation, you're like, I don't know, maybe I'll recommit my life to Jesus. And then you go into the conversation and you do. And how mm-hmm. good that feels. It felt great. It felt great. It was only slightly ruined uh, when our young Prince Apodaca accidentally took himself off of mute uh and just uh wrapped the full lyrics to niggas in paris um yeah so can you make sure you cut that matt please cut that all out okay i just want uh, anyone to if you're listening to this please let us know if matt did or did not cut this out because please, we're please. never sure we are legally told that we cannot listen to the final product of our episodes yeah we don't we 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 we've never heard the final product of any episode so we're never sure yeah. What Matt decides to take in or or take out or keep in, but Matt, and that's not our own. That's not our own choice. We no. would love to, but uh, EW Scripts lawyers sat us down and said, "You're not allowed to listen to the final cut mm-hmm. of your episodes." Yeah, uh, don't worry, guys. I always leave you guys looking great. Oh, thank you. Oh, thanks, Matt. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. But really, take that out. Uh, it, it interrupted the flow, and Miriam almost left. Okay, I'll take it out, but what well, could you just admit that my interpretation of this song is the definitive version, please? Oh yeah, I you will just, say Yeah, you're very good at it. It was good. It was good. And you I I like the I like the lyrics you had. You was like ball so hard, every nigga not gonna find me. Nigga, 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 mm. nigga, mm. nigga. See I ball so niggas, every nigga trying to find me. So niggas can't For find niggas me. me. <laughs> niggas, 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 niggas. That was dope. It was definitive, bro. Can niggas please remind me? Ball so hard, niggas, niggas, niggas. Ball so hard, <laughs> niggas, niggas, niggas. And I was like, okay. <laughs> have you guys ever seen when Katy Perry uh, covered that for like Yahoo used to have like this like cover series? I remember Where that she covered niggas in Paris. No, she yeah, oh. she covered niggas in Paris. She did. Oh, but do you know Lord. what she called it? Uh, homies in Paris. No, Matt. What's your guess? My guess is neighbors. <laughs> it was ninjas in Paris. No, that's, that's worse. almost worse. You should have just said niggas. Actually, Matt, if you could find that clip, I don't want to give you too much work, but if you could find that clip and play us out with that clip, that would make me so happy. That would be very funny. Because, yeah, it's not copyrighted. It can't be copyrighted. It's not copyrighted. It's a cover. Uh, uh, <laughs> ninjas in Paris. Ninjas in Paris. Oh, that's almost worse. I would have rather she just said niggas in paris and just took that heat <laughs> so uh, you guys if you're ever wondering should i say ninjas according to jakees just say niggas <laughs> <laughs> even if you were a historian of you know martial art forms and you want to go nin- ninjas you know used jujitsu you could just mm-hmm. say niggas, niggas used jujitsu jiu-jitsu. please i mean listen it's 2020 uh we're progressing I found I found it. If we want to hear it a little bit <laughs> right now, please please play please. it. Please play it. Get real embarrassing. Hey. 
<laughs> I'm so nervous. This is awful. So I got so hot, my ass wanna find me. First thing you gotta find me. What's with you being too mofo? Please remind me, boss so hot, that is crazy. Y'all don't know, but don't it's fade speed next to go. Oh, it is you, I look you like this crazy. Boss so hot, that is weird. We ain't even supposed to be here. Boss so hot since we're here. It's on the right, we believe fail. Psycho, I'm liable to go Michael. Take your pick, Jackson, Tyson, Jordan. This is awful. She's wearing a New York Yankees hat, like tipped down. Oh my god. This is Katy Perry. Yes. Wow. Do you think? No. This is insane. Okay. We can we can we can turn it off. We can turn it off. <laughs> um, I mean, we um, already know who your queen of the week is. It's Katy Perry. It's Katy Perry. We don't have to even do the segment this week. Let's say that this week we're replacing Queen of the Segment with that clip. Yeah. Um, We're awful. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to the queens. Uh, But we have to recognize the queen of the week. (laughs) Katy Perry. Queen of the week. <laughs> Atrakeese Neal on every uh, single piece of social media. Oh, shit. Uh, damn. On the episode, we had a black conscious woman, too. <laughs> <laughs> at Edgar Montplazier on the Twitter. Awful Graham on the gram. At Culture Kings Pod on everything. Uh, all right. We need to go. Uh, we found Jesus, but we lost him. So we need to go find him again. So. You guys have a good rest of your damn day. Oh.